This is the Rebel Scum Podcast. Available in video on YouTube and audio wherever you listen to your podcasts. Every week, Brock and James talk the latest rumors, news, and theories from a galaxy far, far away. Support us on Patreon for exclusive offers and join the Star Wars discussion. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. You're always scum. Rebel scum. Rebel scum podcast. I'm Brock. This is... Andrew. Uh, I'm Brock. What did did Andrew announce? He he took like a large pause at his little announcement. I was like... Too long, did not read. So I'm a TikTok celebrity now, Brock. And uh, one thing I've learned from my 200 views is you have to be short. You need to be like, mm-hmm. I think seven seconds is the TikTok cutoff point. Yeah. I think one of my big, my biggest videos, which has I think 300 views, um, they last around eight seconds. And so Andrew's pause was actually longer than TikTok video shipping. <laughs> he has two books coming out on Friday on Amazon. Mm. They're part of a wizard series. I think I've read one or two of them. I, might, I pre-order them myself because I support Andrew. And I'll, I also, um, he did a bunch of Marvel United videos on Digital mm-hmm. Charcuterie Channel. And they earned yeah. a lot of money. So I owe him also. So that's <laughs> A lot of money. They're like 10 cents. You know how monetization is on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone thinks it's so easy to make money on YouTube. I mean, it is, I guess, but <laughs> depends on what you consider <laughs> money. <laughs> Basically, we still can't afford eggs. Not that you eat eggs anymore. Right? No, so I don't. Suspect, but, you know. Star Wars. Star Wars. What's in the news today for Star Wars? You do the news. I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a week. Look, Mando is, I think we're like like just over double digits away from March. Like, no, we're less. They're like only a few days, like a week away. Whoa, wait, is next Wednesday March 1? I say March 1. Like, it's, 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 it's yes. We got we to sell, sell by March 1. Um, is it? Yeah, it's a week today is, is Mando wow. Wednesday. So I guess I'll be sick on Wednesday. <laughs> uh, Twitter, that is, because it'll get ruined by 301. I, yeah, we're a week away from Mando, so things are starting to come out now. John Favreau got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Um, Vince Vaughn wasn't there. I'm trying to, find, did they have a falling out? I know they haven't worked together since like Couples Retreat, which was probably the greatest movie of all time. Um, but Vince Vaughn is getting a star as well this year on the Walk of Fame. So Favreau's getting that, but things are starting to like roll now. And take form, and and Baby Yoda is is a week away from being back in our lives, and I've missed uh, him dearly. Uh, yeah, so that's where we are right now, Brock. Now your audio is gone, so I'm just gonna keep going until I hear you say a word. And one thing I really wanted to talk to today was I still haven't seen the Bad Batch. I think that the the series is great. Uh, no one is complaining about it whatsoever on social media. Most people find that it is a fantastic show that is flawless. I don't know if you're there or not. Um, no, you're not. Have <laughs> you one minute and then not the next? At least it's only an audio podcast. We can still see your face though. You look great. 
So we're a week away from Mando season yeah. one. Things are ramping up. Baby Grogu's about to come back into our lives, Brock. But before we get into that, because that's boring, no one cares about Mando. Star Wars Celebration is nope, not stop. happening. It's in my news. <laughs> You've already... But it's in the rundown. Yeah, but I'd already had the news. Fine, I we, we were going to talk, talk about Mando about... season four. We won't talk about the Oh, okay, whatever. Uh, okay, anyway, Mando Season 3 is coming. We'll scratch that. <laughs> Mando Season 3 is coming, but yeah. beyond that, Mando Season 4 is on its way. Yeah. And we heard from John Carlo Esposito many, many moons ago, many Death Stars ago, he let it slip that it was a four-season series. Whether That hasn't never been confirmed by anyone, yeah. I don't believe, but that's what he kind of slipped. And we've kind of hung on to that. Um, that might not be the case with the success of the show and, and the spin-off shows. They might be looking past that. Or it could end up four and you know, Bo-Katan or whatever. Sabine Wren, someone like that could take over as a new flagship show for it. But John Favreau has written season four of The Mandalorian. For me, Brock, all that really says to me is I, we better not have to wait two years for season four like we did with season three. Yeah, yeah I don't know. It's, I mean... We'll see. It's like it's weird because it's like we had a, we had a subpar Bad Batch yet again today, and it's like in a week we get Mandalorian again. It's like okay, <laughs> um, so that's exciting because like uh, the fact that they like have already written something is like it's like interesting because I finally listened to someone talk about uh, the James Gunn like plan for DC where it's like. Nothing gets made until a script is actually figured out. It's not a matter of like, here's our here's our corporate solution. Let's like plan this out properly because like we can make money, but like fans want some proper narrative. So mm -hmm. like I I think it's a good plan. I feel though like with James Gunn is like that's a great idea that you've you've said it and it does make sense, but same no it's like well you're a director and writer of course like you think that's the solution i i it sounds good on paper but we'll see how it delivers in the end but i don't know i'm i'm excited either way yeah i'm curious about um dc and how they handle it because it's funny because dc it's like dc missed the boat like marvel came as the dark knight trilogy was winding down right and then marvel kind of exploded and man of steel came out and if like if Man of Steel would have come out a year, like maybe two, three years earlier, it might get received very differently. But Marvel had had like already put its foot in the sand at that point, mm -hmm. and people were like more in touch with what they were doing. And it wasn't right away, right? Like Dark Knight, like Iron Man is a fantastic, or it was a fantastic film. I haven't seen it in years. I don't know if it holds up. I don't think it matters to my point. But Dark Knight, Iron Man were the same year, and across the everyone loved iron man i'm not saying that but across the globe if you ask anybody what was better dark knight was always the reason and everyone was like we got or the the answer and everyone was like can't wait for the next dark knight movie right and then by the time dark knight rises came out people were like i'm not i don't want this dark crap i want i want my captain yeah. america in tights and and the man of steel comes and they miss the boat so D, but then dc kind of had to like Right, like kind of be like, oh no, this is a shared universe, even though Man of Steel, and you know, I, I love that movie to death. It's not, it should never have been part of a shared universe, it was so isolated. And then they kind of made it work 
I think, and in a lot of ways, they, they did make it a shared universe, and they kind of made it work, and they fit things around it. But now, I don't know how we're getting into DC, but now it's almost like people are like tired of Marvel almost now. Not completely. They're still going. But the shared universe, like, you know, Mando's doing it. Now maybe DC might be on the other end of it now. This is what I'm thinking. They're probably not because I think shared universes are <clears throat> this phase of film filmmaking. But, mm. yeah, it's funny to see DC always catching up. <laughs> I I'm know, just choking. No, this is like our classic uh, rebel scum deviation on, but like it, it raises a good point. It's like, I don't know. Um, it, I don't even know where I was going now. <laughs> Your choking has thrown me off, I think, and now I'm I worried think, that my audio is cutting out. No, you're here. I, you, I, I think um, DC is able to do it a lot better than Star Wars, to be honest. To bring it back to Star Wars, because Star Wars isn't Marvel. It's very different, and I think TV. I think they've. But when I say that, I think uh, like the what they did with the sequels and then the spinoffs, it didn't work out the way Disney wanted it to because mm. they played it closer to Marvel. Whereas I think Mando, because they're basically starting from scratch, it's working out in the Marvel way a lot better with Bo Katan with yeah. Boba Fett. Because think whatever you want about the Boba Fett series people watch the beginning of it, right? Like people were like, okay, this yeah. is part of it. We got to watch it. Like people watch She-Hulk and all these other Marvel things that they're not that interested in because it's part of the lore. It's part of the, the bigger story that's going yeah, on. Yeah, and I, yeah, think, yeah. I think Mando's able to do that. Whereas the movies haven't been able to because they didn't start that way. They started very, they started as their own thing. I saw some random articles saying like the title. I didn't even read it. Cause I was like, whatever. It's like, Taika Waititi has like officially been announced to be like directing a Star Wars movie in 2025 or whatever, and it's just like, but yeah, it's gonna be under rigorous like quality control by Bob Iger, and I'm just like, what? <laughs> it's like there's like that guy's in charge of everything Disney. He's not gonna like. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure there is an idea of quality control, when, especially when it comes to the movies. But it's like, well, we are in a new era where like. We had had a few successful ideas here. So Taika, Taika Waititi being part of one of them, it's like he understands how they roll in the th And granted, like film and TV is slightly different, but like I would argue those lines have like slowly overlapped over, over the day. So it's like it's anything is possible. I just, hmm, as much as, you know, it, there is an oversaturation of like just this genre style filmmaking TV, whatever. It's just like at some point it's like, it's just go see it. I mean, there's 10, there are 10 uh, fast and the furious movies and people will still go see that. So it's just like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, I don't feel like Star Wars has pushed the mold on films, period. So it's like, well, why don't you just take a chance, you know? I think, well, that's the, th I think for me, when it comes to the movies, we're going to talk a little bit about those, but the thing for me, when it comes to these movies, the Star Wars movies, is the Star Wars movies were about uh, the, you know, the, the Misfit Rebels, Luke, Leon, Han, right? Like that was the original trilogy and Chewie, sorry, and Chewie, but it was about them. Like it was just about them. And then the prequels came and it was about Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme, and 
an army. Like it was, it was, it got a little bit bigger and grander. And and then, but during like the from 1990 until like present day, with all the books and now with all the the series and stuff, it's Star Wars has kind of become something that it never was in the mm. to begin with. Hear me out. In that it's bigger now, it's grander now, and the films, if they're not like they're if, if you have to branch away from what the films were, but how do you do that in a way of maintaining Star Wars and what it is? And and but above all that, what is gonna and we said this before, but what is gonna bring people to the theater to see it aside from the name, continue to see it and invest their time in it? as well that differentiates it from the stuff we're getting on Disney plus, but also keeps it star Wars. If you're going to remove all that is star Wars from it in a lot of ways. I don't know. Like why are people watching avatar? Like have people been clamoring for avatar in the last 10 years or whatever? People are going to go see star Wars. No, I know. It's just sort of like you ask a good question. It's like, what is it exactly? But like, it's i mean i'm sure i think ant-man's number one in canada right now but like yeah of course like it's like it's the new movie so it's like i don't know well there's a point but to your avatar point though is there is avatar has one thing going for it that i don't know that taika waititi's fake star wars movie or the other fake star wars movie that we hear about has and that's a purpose like james cameron was like this is why i'm making this but i don't know we will find out i'm not saying that there's but like it almost like the sequel trilogy almost felt like we're doing it because we're doing it, right? Like that was always like their mo going into it, and they pulled it off. But like, why are you making a Star Wars movie? What is the point of it? Whereas Avatar two, there's a like James Cameron's like I have my my water plans, haha. Like he knows what he's doing. That is what Star Wars is. <laughs> is it needs it needs somebody. He's world building. <laughs> Like from what I've seen, Avatar like, two. I don't know what it's about. Neither but... have I. But like what I gather from like why people are excited about it is like, look at all the new blue people. It's like there's this blue person and this person. I watched the first twenty minutes on a streamer. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I I will see this movie at some point. My wife doesn't want to go see it, so like I'll wait for it to come out on Disney Plus. Which is like a good question. When the heck is it coming on Disney Plus? I think Disney's different. Uh, Disney's pretty good because they waited. They waited on Wakanda forever. They were like, we'll wait for February. They pulled, which was still only what three months. Avatar's making so much money, they'd be stupid to put it on Disney Plus now. But I'm guessing by May you'll have mm. it on Disney Plus. I believe and I'm thinking Ant Man will be April, April or May. Yeah. Ant Man will be on Disney Plus. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm thinking. Yeah, I look. I think Star Wars is always going to make money in the theater, and I think mm. Solo was the anomaly of all of it. I think there's a lot of things working against Solo. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean before during production. I mean like on its release. I think the release was botched. I think there's a lot of things going against it f- for that. But I think Star Wars, and also it's Solo. It's not the big epic that Star Wars show. Like Solo is a Disney Plus show. So I think even though there was no Disney Plus back then, so like. I, Season four, Mando, it's getting written. And like, I think a big part of this story is like, it's going to tie to Ahsoka. You've written here, Skeleton Crew as well. I didn't hear Skeleton Crew. Yes. John Favreau was interviewed. So, interview, I watched the interview. So I heard this from okay, the Fabs' yeah, yeah. mouth. Yeah. I, and he said, um, so the point of it is he was like, he's talking about writing. He goes, I had to write season four. And he goes, when I'm writing it, I, I he goes, Dave, Dave Filoni is, is writing 
and the showrunner of Ahsoka, but he's executive producing it. So he knows what goes on there. So I'm paraphrasing. He knows what goes on there. So he kind of mm-hmm. uses that knowledge while he's writing season four. And then he also kind of said, and also with what's happening with the skeleton crew. And then he, he wrapped it up in a bow by saying they all take place in the same Star Wars timeline. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it sounds like they're all taking place. So skeleton crew won't be Laura Santeca, it sounds like, which a lot of people mm-hmm. were open but it sounds like they're all taking place along each other on the same time frame so i mean ahsoka might be a little bit after mando but they're all in that yeah yeah yeah, yeah. after to the jedi which i think is cool because i think what i was saying earlier is this is when you can do that right you couldn't Mm. really do it with the movies it didn't doesn't really work but now you're starting from scratch do it and and ahsoka has worked her way into mando i would say effortlessly like she's in there she feels like a part of it now doesn't feel out of place so use it. Just yeah, keep yeah. going with what you got. Oh, I like that. I'm I'm, I'm happy to hear about that. Uh, no real mention of, of a book of Boba Fett season two, but I, I like. There's no way we've heard the end of Boba Fett. Like, there's another rumor about Boba Fett. Uh, mm. I think it was uh, Bespin Bulletin or making Star Wars or something like that. Said something about. So this is all hearsay. Mm. Uh, but there there is rumor somewhere that was it making star Star wars news net it was something anyway they were and they said um there was a show with boba fett in the works uh Mm. and they were speculating that it was season two of book of boba fett but then when the thing that i read ended it said that they weren't actually sure if it was a separate show or if boba fett would just be appearing Mm. in mandalorian so we haven't seen the end of boba fett and we shouldn't and and do you think brock because I love Book of Boba Fett. I think you liked Book of Boba Fett as much as you could. And I think a lot of people were underwhelmed by Book of Boba Fett. Do you think there's a place for a Boba Fett season two where Boba Fett is the Boba Fett that lives within people's imagination where he just rides on rancors and shoots people and blows things up and has disintegrations? Uh, you had me at the beginning of that question. Uh, oh, absolutely. Uh, it doesn't have to. You don't have to dumb down the character, though. I, I think, especially what we set up at the end of... I've said this before. Like, there's... We're, oh, well, we know from the, from the trailer of Season 3, we're going to Mandalore. And there's a lot of, like, hypothetical, like, who will lead Mandalore? So Boba Fett mm-hmm. can fit into that. And I think... I think, like, Season 1 of book of boba fett like kind of sets that up i just think we just don't realize that yet which you know what it is it's just like it's like as much as they're planning ahead i don't think they're like okay we have this many episodes to tell this story they probably do with mando but like they're not like i don't know if they're having the conversation of like boba fett has this story and you have this many episodes to cover but like the beautiful thing of what they set up so far with the end of Book of Boba Fett is that you can have all these stories cross pattern. It's not going to be like Arrowverse where it's like, oh, you're in this episode and then you're like, no, they're like, their stories are kind of making sense. And they're introducing mm-hmm. the idea of like this story that ended in season two of Mando will continue in this. So it's like, I think that's going to be, and I think them writing ahead of time is like exactly, I think that's what they're going to try to do. Like there's, there's always each season's going to have its own story, but like, I think it's 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 a genius move that if you like had an Ahsoka story end here, but then you're like, oh, oh, here's the PS in season four of Mando, or like here's like I think it I think that would be 
genius to constantly do because it's like it hooks you on like oh remember this character well you got to go watch this other thing or or you don't have to watch something like but it's like here's this isn't this interesting well guess what in a month you get the rest of the story you're like oh i'll watch that so i think it's a great move i think like world building is like minor like universes like this mandoverse like go for it it's awesome so and it's exciting because like we know we're getting rebel rebels characters in ahsoka in live action so it's like oh like could bad batch is around so it's like could we not possibly have a rebels 2.0 cartoon after the ahsoka series like in some format i I don't know this would be awesome though all hypotheticals yeah i I, people i've heard people complain like oh i have to watch a different show to see how uh, baby yoda comes back (laughs) like yeah but it's not i don't i don't understand here's the thing and i know i'm a star wars fan and blah 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 blah, but i don't understand how you can watch mando and then not be even interested in watching the book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. It doesn't compute with me. Like, I understand if you have no interest in Boba Fett, but he appeared in the Mandalorian, and then the season ended with him doing something drastic. Where you're like, oh, what's happening here? Like, wouldn't you be a little bit curious to see it? <laughs> I, you don't have to like. I'm not, again. You don't have to like it, but like, wouldn't you be a little bit curious? And then. I, I think I think it's really kind of cool what they're doing too because it is on streaming. So after it airs, it lives there. So you could yeah, go and yeah. be like, "Oh, you didn't want to watch it? Well, watch the last three episodes. Watch the last two and a half episodes." And you could do. And and the thing is, is is when Disney first bought it, they're like, "The books are legends. They don't exist. We're going to make everything connect." And everybody was like, Rah! "Now they're living up on that on their word. Everything's connecting." And we're complaining because we have to see what's it's I would understand it if Baby Yoda returned to Mando in a comic or a book or a video game or a street art. Like that would be weird. But it's another Disney Plus show that is a direct spin-off of the Disney Plus show that the character was on. So it was a little jarring when it happened at first, sure. But when you look at it and it's all supposed to be one big connected story. I think it, I think it works. I think it's cool, and I think it is an experiment in a lot of ways. And I'm here for it because why not? Can we all just come to the no the agreement that like we all have time for content, and all we want to do is ingest content. Like obviously, life gets in the way. James, you're a father now. You don't have as much time to watch things. And you want to watch them with your wife when you're relaxing. So you watch something you both want. There's always different like things. But why are always people like, why do I have to watch? I'm like, don't don't make it sound like you're like a secret alcoholic where you're just like, oh, I only have so much stuff. Like, get out of here. We can watch content anywhere. I watched a whole new series while working in the space of three days from, you know, being on a train, having downtime. Like, it's just like. Get what out series? of here. Um, Station 11, which is awesome, actually. Like, really, really good. So good that I read the book in a week. <laughs> like, it's just like... While watching the show. we On my phone, <laughs> digitally. <laughs> like... I, I use it. It's true about the time. But, like, when I sit and I'm just trying to get my daughter to sleep, I put on... Brock, I've seen Ghostbusters Afterlife way too many sure. times. Sure, sure. I'm not saying no. I'm there's a di- but there is a difference though. 
No, there no, is no, a difference no, 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 though. No, no, no. I put it on because I don't need. I put it on because I don't need to pay attention to it, right? Like, yeah, it's, exactly, exactly. Yeah. But it's just like this is my problem. It's like it's okay if you don't watch something, but it's like everyone's like, "Oh, what do you mean I have to watch?" I'm like, "Get out of here!" Like we live in a culture where like, like my parents watched the entire se- the new season of uh, Yellowstone. I know this because they hit the trial version of Paramount Plus on my Prime account, and they're like, "Oh, by the way, you're gonna want to double check that this gets." Well, it's like they did it in a day or two or three days. Like everyone, you can do it. How much they do, it's up to them. But it's just like, what do you mean? Like, get out of here. It's like, watch it or don't watch it. It's Star Wars. It's not that complex. The only complex thing I think is Andor, but it's own its own thing right now. Like, get out of here. That's the one that I, that if you were like, I didn't watch Andor, I would kind of understand. But Boba Fett directly connects to the Mandalore. Like, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I don't get. <laughs> It's like I'm not watching Book of Boba Fett. You can't make me. But yeah, why? Yeah, yeah. Like it's connected directly to the show that you do want to watch. Yeah, yeah. If you don't like it after you watch it, that's fine. But you can't like you like 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 Andor is so separate. I get it. You're like I'm not interested in watching Andor. Fair. You'll probably love it and live to regret that decision. But like I, that's what I don't get. And you're complaining about watching. If you're not a Star yeah. Wars fan, you're not a Star Wars fan. Then don't question where Baby Yoda comes from at the at the beginning of the season three, because you're not really a fan anyway. So it doesn't matter. You're just watching the cute little puppet walk around, and I'm cool with that too because he's so adorable. Like Book of Boba Fett has Black Crescenton as like an add-on character, and it's just like regardless of how you think feel about Wookies, he's just visually appealing. Like. Watch it for that. And then, yeah, the Rancor stuff you were talking about. She's like, that looks cool. And Huts, yeah. Like, it's just visually. What could you, you could probably watch Book of Boba Fett in a day, give or take, right? It's easily, I would say. 10 episodes. Honestly, just watch the last three if you really, if you're really. Yeah, exactly. Watch the last three. (laughs) I thought it was cool. I definitely, I do definitely think, like, looking back on it, it was an experiment to see if that style of storytelling will work. Yeah, and I think, and I don't think they found their solution to that experiment yet because I think Mando season three is where they're really gonna figure out if it worked or not. Like now, yeah. with every you know, but they but last week we talked about how they need to do that recap. Like, oh, they should put all the episodes front and center. They did a recap trailer of all the events mm. from season one, two, and Boba Fett that lead into season three of Mandalorian. Because I I do think maybe the one thing they should do is they should have. Uh, giving it the subtitle like Mandalorian or something on the book of Boba Fett so people kind of kind of like A New Hope wasn't A New Hope until whenever it was like you know just to to do that episode four just to kind of bring it all together to let people know that this is a little bit more connected than you think yeah oh yeah yeah no I, I think you're right I don't know it's just like I think Star Wars regardless of like if George Lucas creates it I think Star Wars has always been like, here's the thing, and there's stuff in the background happening, and you want to find out about more about it. So it's like I think it's the it's been the mantra ever. Like you know, why does all these random aliens in the background they all have names so that they can make a action figure out of it? But like, this is like besides the points, like it's like That's they're Star all kind of there. So it's like. Why why wouldn't why would you like one part of Star Wars and then get mad about something that Star Wars is known for where it's like expanding on an idea like I don't know. but it's a lot of Star Wars so I get it so you're going to hate some of the Star Wars 
it's a lot of Star Wars, but it's mm-hmm. like it's been spread out so far. Like we haven't been. I mean, it was like Book of Boba Fett, and then we had to wait a little while for Obi Wan. Like last year was the most we've ever got, and this year, I think is going to be the most we have ever got. Like it's going to be even more. But I don't know. I, Star Wars mm. Celebration is coming. Um, Forty-five days away. Yeah, we're going to find out what's going on there. Our good uh, pal and patron, Phil Staniforth, will be going to one of the days there. So we'll have to talk to him about it. Um, And then, yeah, and then you have some info on it on the news. Do you want to go to to Never Tell Me the Odds? Never Tell Me the Odds, James. Graphic change. Never Tell Me the Odds. (laughs) Uh, Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon Patreon.com slash rebel scum podcast if you like what we do why don't you support us with all the wonderful things that we do here sometimes our stuff works sometimes it does and any financial support you give makes this thing flow a little bit better and if you support us you become one of the wonderful people we praise every episode people like heidi fetter executive producer oh almost didn't say barry brophy dennis allen randy kenobi mary kristen aton Jeff Wilson, Bill Staniforth, Rez, Scott D, Josh Price, Matt W, Frank Perkins, Neil Lowry, Cosmic Girl Zero Two, Gleek Play, One Disney Desi, Charlotte, Kayla Davis, Dunners, and Dale Erdman. Boom. Thanks, guys. Thanks. You are all on the top of my list. And all of you, you know what? We are going to do a contest coming up for Patreon. Ooh. And the loser of that contest gets Andrew's book. <laughs> the, lo- the loser of the contest. The one thing, look, okay, I my copy of Side Scroller is not with me, but the one thing I can guarantee you if you do pre-order Fantasia's book is it will make a great paperweight doorstop. And if you have like a hole in a brick wall outside, it's that it is <laughs> they're gonna be so thick. I think it's almost 500 pages I saw. These books are like 500 pages. This guy sat down since like 2003 and wrote these things. So check them out Friday. <clears throat> Amazon. Never tell me the odds. <laughs> Never tell me the odds, James. Uh, what are the odds that we'll get? Not one, but two Star Wars movies announced at Star Wars Celebration this year. Not one, two. Just announced, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I'm going to go 85%. I think something's coming. I don't know if it's two, but. Well, that's why I wrote two. Because I think yeah. one, I think there's definitely one. I think there's too much smoke around that Damon Lindelof one. Mm. I just feel like there's too much brewing. Like, you know, the, the old expression, Brock, I don't know if you're familiar with it, where there's smoke, there's fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's very, I th- but I, I do feel like there's just too much. There was too much chatter about that one yeah. that I think that's actually happening. And I think we'll get that announcement. But I think they're in development. And I think, I don't know if it's Taika Waititi's, but I feel like there's another one at some stage of development where they're going to feel comfortable enough to announce it. So I'm going to go 61%. I'm lower than you only because it's two. I think one is a given. It's that second one because I do think they're a little wary on announcing things that aren't far enough along to announce because right, right, all, right. Because of track record. But that being said, I think they are. I think they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, let us know your your things also. Uh, 
And every time of the odds, Ahsoka first episode will be shown at Celebration this year. Very felony thing to do. You saw Rebels uh, season two, I think, at Celebration, or three it was. And we saw the final season Rebels first episode at Celebration in Orlando. You saw it at Fan Expo. It's very Dave Filoni. What do you think of the at least the first episode, maybe two, but the first episode of Ahsoka being shown at Celebration? I think it's very high because it just makes sense. Because uh, they got to show something. Um, I'm going to go 95% on this. Yeah, I I think they're going to show something. The question is, do they show the whole first episode? Because it feels like the show might still be a ways away from debuting. It might. Mm-hmm. So that's my one thing. So I'm going to go 67%. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to get a lot. It might just be what they got from Mando season one, though, just like a nice uh, sizzle reel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's such a felony thing to do to show that first episode and just be like, "What do you think?" And everyone's like, "That was the greatest thing ever." <laughs> <laughs> and the final line: Skeleton Crew will be about the beginnings of the First Order. I like that one. I really do. Um... Yeah, like skeleton crew, like that title could mean so many different things. So it's that's kind of cool. Uh, I'm gonna go forty-eight percent though, because I I don't see them doing something that's villain based. But I could be wrong because they haven't really done that. Like, you know what I mean? I, yeah. No. I, yeah, I do. I, I like. It is about kids. It's Jude Law and kids, right? Yeah. And is it about him rescuing kids from being abducted by the First Order? Yeah. Or is it about kids that do get abducted by the First Order? Is Captain Phasma a lead in this? And we're going to see Phasma mm-hmm. as a little mm-hmm. girl, not knowing that she's... Maybe we... Wouldn't that be amazing if she is in this and we don't know that she is Phasma? And then at, like, uh, whenever, whenever the season series ends, we learn that she ends up becoming captain phasma like that could be kind of a cool thing although did they cover that in the book i don't really know and i don't care this is a show and that's what we're doing but i'm gonna go low as well i'm gonna go like 57 percent on this one uh because again i I don't know i don't know anything about it i've only seen that one picture of jude law like i I have nothing to go that and what john favreau said i really have no idea but i like it i'm like why why not why not all right it's time for hollow news hollow news Hollow news, da 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 da. Hollow news, da 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 da. Taking my mics off. Hollow news, the news you need to know right now. This year's Star Wars celebration is just forty-five days away, but Star Wars fans always have one eye on the horizon. Now we know that the next celebration will take place in twenty twenty-five. Normally, the date and location of the next celebration is a mystery until the end of the closing panel of the current celebration. But in a new article released today, the official site, uh, it was revealed when, but not where, the next celebration will be. While the article highlighted five reasons for fans to go to the Star Wars celebration for the first time, it was this one line that delivered the real news. And if you can't join us this year with the next Star Wars celebration... Not taking place until 2025. You have plenty of time to t- work on your cosplay. So there is no location as of yet. There's a lot of maybe this, maybe that. But we hope to know by April 10 on the last day of the London celebration. And as we were just speaking, Mando season four has been reported that the, they have 
The scripts of the fourth season are already written so it can connect more smoothly to the other Star Wars series like the upcoming Ahsoka. John Favreau has confirmed to BF, B, BFM TV that season four scripts were written during the post-production of season three, stating that he has written it already and that he and Dave Filoni have mapped it out during post-production so that the story can flow as one narrative. The third season of The Mandalorian is due to premiere on March 1st, one week away. Although Disney has not yet officially announced a renewal for season four, they're still seemingly close to connected as Ahsoka is planned to take place around the same time frame as The Mandalorian. And our final story today, a new look at Jedi Jedi Survivor DLC reveals that there will be an Obi-Wan Kenobi DLC for the game the universe is quite expansive but it's not only but it's only got to be the way because audience fell in love with the same key characters early on no matter how much the star wars universe expands it feels like it always comes back around the original characters whether that be luke skywalker darth vader or some other key characters that play a central role in the star wars mythos nevertheless although as cameos from familiar faces respawn has gone has done a great job of paving that way for a new hero named Calcast is to become a key player in the Star Wars universe. With Star Wars Jedi Survivor just a couple months away, the developers revealed that the DLC will be Obi-Wan themed and will allow Calcastus to dress as the fabled Jedi and wield a blue lightsaber. Although Obi-Wan Kenobi has a number of outfits over the years from his days fighting along Qui-Gon Jinn, training Anakin Skywalker, and living as a rogue Jedi in the desert caves, it appears that this particular DLC is inspired by the Obi-Wan Kenobi TV series that it aired, aired on Disney Plus last year. Players will also get the, the blaster that Obi-Wan uses in the show, so it will be fully decked out as the legendary Jedi. It's unclear if the pack will be sold separately after the game's releases, but it will be able at no extra cost for those who pre-order the game. So there you go. Reasons to go get your Jedi Survivor pre, pre-order right now. And this has been your hollow news. Hollow news. Well, that was some on? solid cutting and pasting on my part. Good. <laughs> That's how it should be. There should be a lot of it, a lot of it going on. <clears throat> I'm trying to figure out my top five. We're doing top five Mando <laughs> moments. So they don't include Grogu, Brock. I oh, okay. <laughs> they don't include Grogu. Do not include Grogu. They're all Mando. Um, I'm writing them down as we as we go. My number five is uh, my favorite episode of The Mandalorian, and that's episode two, the egg, the child, whatever the hell it's called. Uh, when he's on the side of the sand crawler, it's very like super uh, super Star Wars, very Indiana Jones. That's my number five. I have that in my list too, so I'll make it my number five as well. <laughs> like the slowest car chase you've ever seen with a sand crawler it's still awesome so it's just like yeah sweet <laughs> my number four is the very opening of the show season one i'll bring you in cold <laughs> that's my number four as well it was supposed to be my number five but like <laughs> warm or cold you're coming with me it's just like yeah man <laughs> i know that's not the one uh, my number three is the first time he removes his helmet in season one. There's a lot of season one. First time he removes his helmet in season one. It's just a good moment. And we finally saw that it was Pedro Pascal under there for real. He wasn't playing a weird alien character. It was him. 
my number three is going to be his like spear fight <laughs> with the dude in the the planet that they, we meet Ahsoka for the first time. Michael Bean. When he fights Michael Bean with the spears, I'm like, that's fun. It's good. Mine is um is the fight he has with uh Moff Gideon, the lightsaber fight he has with Moff Gideon and the spear. That's mm. my number two. Uh, my number two is going to be lear- him learning how to how to ride one of those. Oh God, what are they called? What are the wargs? Not wargs. The blurg. Blurg. Thank you. He learns to ride the blurg. Where we're just like, oh, they're putting this in because it used to be concept art, but it was awesome nonetheless. I love it. I have that Funko Pop. My number one is actually him fighting the heavy with the dark saber from the book of Boba Fett. <laughs> That's because I love heavy's my favorite. The blurg is I should have put the blurg on my list. I didn't, but the heavy's there. Uh I love the heavy. That's another Funko Pop I have. Uh, yeah. the only man no Funko Pops I have are heavy and rim riding the blurg. Uh so I'm going with heavy, fighting heavy. Uh my number one is similar, but just sort of his dialogue with the armor just mm. prior or during after that scene. Yeah. Before, after uh, yeah, it's around. It's before and after. She can. Yeah, so I think it's before. I, love... I think you're referring to before, though. I think it's what yeah, got us there. I like the dialogue of that. I like they will immediately yeah. just write you off because you broke one rule. It's just like, oh man, that's hard. That's man. after. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So great. Those are our top five Mando moments. Let us know what your top five Mando moments are in the comments below. I have to edit this episode, Brock. So thank you for that. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> What's the, the shortest episode ever? It's been fun though. There's a snowstorm on its way or it's headed yeah. right now. So we got to figure that out. Uh, that's always fun. Can't beat snowstorms. We haven't had enough of them this winter. No. Anything else you want to say, Brock? <laughs> no, that's it. Uh, I'm looking forward to next week because we will have watched Mandal- Mandalorian season three, episode one. Just one episode, right? No multi. I believe episodes. so. Yeah, okay, perfect. As much as I like that, they need to stop doing it. Just one episode, or you know, even if it's a new series, like just one, just one, just fine. But I think I think Andor would benefit from the arcs. Oh yeah, arcs at a time, and I think Boba Fett would have benefited if they dropped the whole thing at once. (laughs) And I'm not a binger. I'm not a binger. I like the one a week. Like I'm I'm a okay with one a week, but I just think. I I think they would. They would. Are you still watching the Last of uh, Us show? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah great show it's losing me it's just it's like <laughs> it's been like a slow decline of me being like yeah you know what it feels like honestly and tell me if this is off base like a weaker version of season one of walking dead yeah but like walking dead is you can say i'm off base i i said that at the beginning it's like this show is yes. trying to not be walking dead so it's doing the opposite it's like which but like it's not really though it's still falling into like the same tropes of like it's like they're like oh, okay we're in this city okay i don't know i just i feel like i don't know there's just something about it that's just not hooking me and i, they just I see everybody focus, else i think they want to focus more on just like the humanity of it you know like it's just like yeah we 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 understand there's this horde that you constantly have to interact with but like they didn't want to do that so it's like if you like that or not, it's, it's, it's all. But walking the first right. season of Walking Dead was kind of like that, though. It wasn't really no. about the zombies. The first like, season, the first I, season, like a half, weren't really about the zombies. Yeah, I'm trying to remember it now. 
Because it was pretty close. To it was about like books. But no, it was still, I feel like it was more violent than the, these books are. Oh, and it was like, definitely more violent. It was 100% yeah. more violent. But I, I just, I don't know. I'm just having trouble. And I don't care about the outbreak thing. Because I feel that, like, it feels mm. like people are like, they're not zombies. I'm like, they're zombies. Let's just shut up. <laughs> There's zombies with cauliflower heads. Let's be real. Yeah, it yeah. does make me want to play the game, though, which yeah. is weird. It's like, I'm kind of like, I feel like this would be better as a game. Um, Aaron loves it, so I'm going to keep watching it because she yeah. dictates what I watch. But I'm just, I'm just, it just, I don't know. It's not hooking me the way I was hoping it would. I think Pedro right. Pascal's great in it. Yeah. But he's better as Mario from the SNL. <laughs> If anything, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm, but I'm, I'll watch this episode. We'll see. I'm up. I'm up for my opinion being changed. But the last three or four, what are we on now? Five or six? Six. So there's. I liked episode episodes. two. Yeah. I, episode one was okay. Three, I didn't really care for. Four, I didn't really care for. Five was okay. I think mm. I could be making all that up. I don't remember what happened in which episode. I don't know. I, just, I I will say like the last episode is like because he finally finds his brother. Spoiler. Oh no, really. I didn't like that episode that much. I was bored. Right. I was bored. Yeah, it was just that part. It was just seemed like well, they're in Alexandria, but, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that seemed like it was just sort of like well, it ha- wasn't part of your mission to find him, and then it just. But I'm trying to remember. They leave, and then what happens? Oh right, 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 right. He's adapted. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm looking for. I look forward to it every week. So it's just like, yeah, that's all that counts. I love. Yeah, exactly. I could be wrong. I just it's just something. I'm just I'm just not. Uh, I maybe I haven't bought in yet. I'll buy yeah. in eventually. We'll see. I do have the game. I've just never played. I'm just curious, like if this season when this ends is like where game chapter one of the game ends right which is the first game like does that end because from what i've been told the chapter two of last of us really takes off on a dynamic like story about personalities and gender and what have you i'm curious if they're just trying to rush to that because i think a lot of fans in the of the game love that or well i think it was also very divisive too but it's like because i remember i heard a lot of people hated the second game Mm-hmm. And I was always trying to figure out why. And then Rob and Rob got it. And I think mm-hmm. he liked it, but he didn't love it. And yeah. he thought the story was stronger in the first one. And I haven't talked to him. He hasn't, I haven't asked him anything about the game. I just mm-hmm. was like, cause whenever I, I've talked to him briefly about the show and I'm like, you know, my thoughts are blah and blah. And he's like, and he's liking the show a lot mm-hmm. for last I talked to him. But when I said, it, he goes, yeah, he goes, Stuff that I don't like, I don't really know how to extra. I don't really want to explain it anyway. Yeah. It's just it doesn't um it doesn't play out. I don't know how to. I don't want to ruin anything either because even being vague, I might still. It's not that it's a spoiler, but I don't know. I don't want to. Yeah. Enjoy the show, but anyway. So I, I like if look, it can still hook me. There's two episodes to go. Let's see what you got. Dramatic conclusion come. I think there's two episodes left. I read there was eight. I think. I thought there was nine. Maybe there's not. I can't count. I don't know. I didn't <laughs> actually look it up. I just heard nine recently. I, I googled it last week, but I also googled it, which means yeah. it could have been a lie. Like, let's yeah. be honest here. <laughs> um. Anyway, yeah. Let's see how this week goes. Pedro Pascal will be on two hit shows, no doubt. Uh, this time next week. So, God, freaking guy, man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, exactly. 
<laughs> but I did like I did like his Mario Kart sign. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was uh, that, that was that was well done, well done. And I'm looking forward to the Mario Brother movie, which will probably be the next movie I see in the theater. Nice. It's a me. It's a me. All right, Brock. Thanks for watching, everybody. Give us a like and subscribe. And Brock, you were always scum. Rebel scum. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.